Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Hunter here. I just want to start this one out a tad bit different um, and give a trigger warning. Um, the film we're about to dive into um, covers topics like sexual assault, um, suicide, and uh, some very high trauma uh, situations. Um, we always try to have a good time on the podcast, but these are very serious topics. Um, so just be aware moving forward on this episode uh, that we do dive into some of these topics. Um so uh, thank you and enjoy the episode. All right. This week we're diving into a brand new film that is a psychological thriller, a uh, psychological horror film that explores nostalgia, uh, the danger of romanticizing the past and Missing what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, deals with trauma, sexual assault. It's a very heavy topic. Some twists are in there. Great cast. I'm talking, of course, of Last Night in Soho. There's a lot to talk about with this film. But ultimately, I want to ask you this question. What is it? Hunter Callahan. What is it, Zach Olson? But is Last Night in Soho good? You know, we should talk about that. We should. Let's do it. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Greetings. Is it? <laughs> yes. Okay. We, we, we double-checked before we press record. Okay. Episode 49. Welcome to episode 49. We're very confident. Of but is it good podcast? I am your host, Hunter Callahan. And I'm your host, Zach Olson. And not with us this evening and will not be with us this evening because she's not allowed in this room right now, is Whiskey. And we've been saying that for the past three weeks, and she's been in here the past two. So That's true. At some point, she'll probably, probably. find but her way in here. This time, there's other people home. Who that can, would prevent you from... Who can, like, kind of take her. And also, Whiskey's a cat. Whiskey's a cat. In case... And she founded the podcast. Yes. She's the host of the podcast. She's the CEO. She's our boss. Yeah. Oh, what did you say that, that they're like thinking that we're talking about a person? Is no, saying no, no, no. That I just wanted to point out that whiskey is a cat. We have a a bottle of whiskey that <laughs> accompanies us. Yeah, that goes everywhere, everywhere we, we go. go. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, how are you? How's life? I'm doing well. You? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. No, I was been directing that at you because you said oh. how are you? Oh, thanks. Not like, not like how are you? I'm Zach. glad. I'm glad that you're good. How are you? Okay, thank you. There it is. <laughs> I'm good, man. I am uh, been cleaning all day, mm-hmm. getting ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's funny. It's feel like when, when I mean when when you're young, the holidays are like, ah, oh, yeah, man, holidays cool. <laughs> and then you get older, and it's like this is shit's just stressful. It can be, but it doesn't have man. to be. It doesn't have to be. You could be thankful. I am thankful for all these cleaning supplies. Okay. Yeah. Think about it. Think about That's how true. difficult it would That's be to true. clean without, like, if all you had was, like, a toothbrush. That's true. And, like, will. <laughs> you know what I'm thankful for? What? The fact that you're a good friend and you brought me coffee. I did. I picked up coffee before I appreciate the, that. the episode. And to the Starbucks clerk that gave us this coffee, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. The barista. Not a clerk. I'm sorry. That's so rude yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barista. Barista. All right, cool. We had a nice short conversation. Yeah. Um, and she asked, "What are you? What are you doing?" And I said, 
I'm going to record a podcast with my best friend. <laughs> and here we are. Yep. And and she was telling me that uh, her husband wants to record a, a podcast. You should do it. You should do it. Do it. Do it. Do it to it. Listen to us. Hear how good or bad we are and know that yeah. if we can do it, you, you can, can do, do it. it. Did I tell you about the time at Chick-fil-A when I told the person I know that I have a podcast? No. They were like, what's your favorite movie? And I was like, yo, I have a podcast about movies. You should listen to it. And he was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, or don't. That's fine. Okay. It didn't go as well. Was as, it as, uh, um, Joe? Joe? It wasn't not Joe. Okay. No, I think, I feel like he'd listen to this podcast. He might. Maybe. You know that I see him like four times a week? Really? Because, because I eat, I eat Chick-fil-A a lot. That's and funny. And he, he manages the Chick-fil-A like right by Your house, my yeah. house. Uh, I don't think he recognizes me because since I've cut my hair. That's really funny. Because he used to be like, hey, man, what's up? You're Hunter's friend. And, and now, now he's just like, like, hello, sir. My pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, cool. Let's dive in. Um, yes, this week we are doing um, Last Night in Soho, mm-hmm. which we uh, got a private screening of. Yes. <laughs> this past, what, Thursday? I got two private screenings, I think. Really? Yeah, because the other time I saw it, I saw it up on the north side, mm-hmm. and it was just me me and friends. Really? In the so theater. we saw this film in the afternoon, and it was literally just me and Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to say, that was, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It, it makes me cool. want to have a theater room. I know, yeah. That'd be tight. Would be, be tight. tight. Anyway. Um, theater room people. Yeah, so. Sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> we started a company, just called it Theater Room People. <laughs> um, anyway, cool. So let's dive in. Um, as usual, we're going to do like a non-spoilers for a few minutes mm-hmm. and our first thoughts. Um, and then we will give you a spoiler warning once we get to movie in a minute. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. Is there anything else I missed? I don't think we're missing anything. No? Tell me your first thoughts on Edgar Wright's project last night in Soho. Okay, so I have two, I have like two different first thoughts. Cool. You're allowed to have more than one thought. Yes. No, <laughs> that came out wrong. <laughs> I had two very different reactions at two different times. Okay. First yeah. reaction coming out of the theater, I loved it. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Um, I think one thing that has not changed is that I think visually it is fascinating and it is mm-hmm. a really, really cool movie. Um, really, really cool shots. I mean, there were shots that, because we had a private screening, <laughs> we could talk. Yeah. And I was like, this is a dope shot. Like, yeah, was yeah, it yeah. Like, when she's audibly, the stairs, I was like, dope shot. This and, is super. And there's the mirrors behind. Yeah, like, there's a lot of really cool shots. I love the nostalgia, the aesthetic of it. Um, mm-hmm. I love the, like, almost, like, inception parts of it where, like, right. I'm not going to go to spoilers, but, like, this reality-bending stuff, it almost becomes, like, a time travel f- movie, too. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I think he blends genres really, really well. Um, the cast is great. Acting's great. Direction's great. Um, this is all first thought. Yeah. Um, okay. And it, the first two-thirds of the film, for me, that has not changed. Okay. In the moment, the twists at the end were like, whoa, whoa. Like, I was sitting there, like, we saw the mail or whatever, and I was like, ah, it's yeah. the It's the thing. Sure. Um. And there were some parts in the moment towards the end where I was like, okay, like I'm in it, but I was like, this is an interesting choice. Right. And then upon retrospect, I don't love the twists anymore. All the twists or some of the twists? Um, some. Okay. There's one that I'm fine with. I feel like it when I think about it, it's like, okay, yeah, I could have seen that coming. But the, there's one where I was like, it sort of undermines the message that I think the film is trying to say. Yeah, let's discuss that because I think we probably have similar thoughts yeah. on that. Yeah, um, in the moment I was like, okay, whoa, crazy. But then I was like, wait a second, 
I don't know right. how to feel about this anymore. Um, I don't think that's, that ruined the film for me by any means. Sure. I would say maybe brought it down to like an 80. Okay. You're rating it before the Well, movie. I'm just saying like I have to kind of die. Like, I, I purposely like not. Interesting. I'm so sorry. I ruined the podcast. <laughs> Let me take a note on that. Okay. okay. Anyway, give me your first thoughts because you've seen it twice. I have seen it twice. Yeah. Yes. I, I liked it enough that I wanted to see it a second time. I will say, sorry, I think the horror was done well, too. I want to throw that okay. in. Okay. Sorry. Okay, this is my time. I forgot to mention that. This is my space. Anyway. Oh, wow. Throwback. Speaking of, have you heard of... <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of the... Go on. The um, There's like a MySpace reboot, and it's like very similar, oh, but it's not called MySpace, no. and it's like getting very popular very quick. Really? What's it called? It's it's like a... Hold on. MySpace... <laughs> Copy? Clone? Knockoff. Give me two seconds. No, them, it's not Friend Project. How about them Falcons? Space Hay. <laughs> Space Hay? Space Hay. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they even kept space in the name. Right. That's weird. But they added Hay. Anyway, continue with, with, with your first thoughts. Okay, so <laughs> I, I have a friend at work that knows that I love movies and knows that I have this podcast. And I told her that I had seen Last Night in Soho, and she said, How, how'd you like it? And... Let me just tell you what I told her. Yep. Um, I actually had a similar, similar experience. You have a friend? I have a friend at work. We had almost <laughs> this exact same conversation, but go on. Okay. Yeah. Um, I said, first, I, I really like it aesthetically because I feel like I really glorify the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh-huh. Like those three decades, I feel like the style, the music, everything is just like really cool, yep. right? Yep. I really like it because visually it's appealing to me. Yep. I went from really liking it to almost loving it because it challenges that assertion and makes you like, it goes from being a dream into being a nightmare. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And oh, I yeah. really, really appreciate that. Yep. I agree that I think the ending is a little shaky yep. and there's some, definitely some things that we can talk about that is like, is this the best way you could have done this? Yep. Um, I also feel like there's a little, there's a way that you can kind of give a little bit of grace if you think about it a certain way, but we'll get there when, yep. we, when we're talking yep. about the end, yep. you know? Um, but I, I'm a big fan. Yeah. <laughs> I like this film a lot. So. For sure. Um, it's definitely unique. I think that's one of the things that I really love about it is that, you know, like we live in this world of, which we've, we've harped on this, on, our, on, on this podcast a lot about mm-hmm. like everything is either comic book inspired or like a property from the eighties that's being rebooted or it's like right. nostalgia, 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 as in like it's something that's already a property and it's just being remade and modernized and it's like, okay, it's nothing really new. And this, this f- film reminds me of. I moved my mic. If you heard weird it's noises, it's all right. Like I'm I remember, them, though. I, I remember when Inception came out ten years ago. Mm-hmm. It was like the first film in a while that was like this new idea. And to me, this is sort of like that. Um, I don't think it's quite as good as Inception. It's interesting you say that, okay? Because um, much like how this film operates, and where we think we know what the '60s was, but it like kind of subverts yeah. that and makes us like see all the like violence that the was going on yeah the ugly side there are, have always been good films being made it's just that inception was a mainstream true it was like original a, it was like property like, yeah like you know a, what i mean like, like a major studio right but it was it, because it was in the mainstream we saw it but i mean there's been there's been oh yeah amazing films yeah, yeah. every year 100 100 so. that's it's same in music you know like oh yeah if if I mean if although major, I do like a lot of the mainstream music, true, so do I. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, that's that, that's a different uh, conversation. Okay, cool. Um, so spoilers. 
We have to do movie. No, in a I minute. know, but I got to do spoilers before that because I always forget. Spoilers ahead. Yes. If you are on this ship, and you have not seen <laughs> the the island over there, which was showing last night in Soho, <laughs> abandoned ship. I'm hanging in there with you. I'm like, where is this going? Abandoned ship. <laughs> abandoned ship. There are lifeboats over here. Yes, you please. can take one. Women and children first, please. <laughs> and remember last week when you said go to the island and remember see last week when you said. Uh, what would you say? It was like you either know. have to commit to saying spoilers or you have to like insult them. And I was like, all right, was you it, was it spoiler related? I or think it was spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, you pieces of crap. Listen. Listen up. Anyway, so spoilers ahead for last night. So if you haven't seen it, please mm. stop now. Well, if you haven't seen it and you, and you don't want it to be spoiled, um, stop now and uh, go watch it and come back. If you don't care, then let's go on. All right. It's time for... One, two, three, it's time for a movie in a minute. 60 seconds. Time for a movie in a minute. One of these days we're gonna get this professionally recorded. It's Soon. gonna be a movie in a minute. It's Just gonna happen within one the next minute. three months. Just a minute. I'm manifesting it. Wow. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. It's my turn, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna mess this up. Are you ready? I guess. You know, it's like you have not even commented me on my haircut, and I'm kind of bitter about it. Your hair looks great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, okay, so there are there are haircuts that are like big changes in people's lives. Yeah. Like I had long hair, yeah. and I went to We've, short hair. We both had, had those. We have. We have. Yep. This haircut, your hair is shorter, but the style is essentially is the, same. the same. It is. And so, you know, is it worth... A compliment? Like, have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> I have to move my mic again. So I I'm live sorry. for compliments. Gosh, so it keeps, it. It keeps <laughs> sliding down. Okay. All right, we're good. All right, give me a timer. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. do my best not to mess this up, even though I my phone has been open this whole time. Okay, I'm ready. All right, ready. In yep. th- three, two, one. Go. Okay, we meet Ellie. She's from the country, and she wants to make clothes. She moves to London to go to this fashion school. It's all things great. She loves the 60s. It's going to be awesome. She's not a part of so she gets her own little place in this little nook on whatever street in Soho, and she goes to sleep and has this dream about this blonde chick, uh, Sandy, who's beautiful, and she's got gusto, and she's going to be a star, and she's making waves, making moves in the 60s, meets this guy, the, the dude from Doctor Who, and uh, he's like, I can make you a star, but you got to essentially be a prostitute and she's like whoa this is awful but she kind of gives in and she has all this trauma with all these men but meanwhile ellie's like living through her living this life in this dream so she's like getting with it too and she's going kind of losing it and get all this trauma and all the ghosts of the men are haunting her but turns out she runs back and she's going crazy but sadie's actually her landlord sandy sorry and she murdered all the men and they're like bodies are in their house and they start busting out because she's a ghost and then Ellie's like, I'm going to kill you. And she like fights her way back and the house burns down and Sandy dies in that fire. <laughs> good. It's great. Man. It was wonderful. It's yeah. perfect. Very good. That's not my best work. Oh, every week we get better. Yeah. Anyway, you know what's funny is that I think back to the when, when Ethan did it with Dune and I was like, mine will never be that good. Yeah, but but Ethan was like trying to do a good job. Yeah. Which, oh. I mean, we are <laughs> we are too. But there was a certain relaxed quality to ours. Shout know? out to Ethan too for like 
the most detailed movie in a minute. Movie minute I've I've ever heard. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like, I also have a stutter, so I could just never do it. Sure. Like if if I wrote mine out, I'd be like the it'd be really embarrassing. It'd be fine. Why would it be embarrassing? Because I get embarrassed. I get embarrassed that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. People stutter. You know. Thank you. Anyway, um, let's we, dive in. We had a moment. We did have a moment. <laughs> cool. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, last night in Soho, let's do this thing. Um, Where do you want to start, Hunter? I don't know. This is this is kind of tough because it's, it kind of goes all over the place. Um, pull up one thing. Last it doesn't matter where Soho. we begin, just so long as we have a beginning. So. I, I feel like, sorry, this is random, but this girl, uh, Thomas and McKenzie, she was in, um, my gosh, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. She looks just like Jodie Foster to me. Driving, it's like it, it just freaked me out. Okay, I just had to say that. I like expected her to last name to be Foster. I didn't know if Jodie Foster has any kids, but anyway, she was great. Cass is great. Um, I think I'm trying to think. The film starts in the country. Mm-hmm. We see Ellie dance around in her newspaper dress. Um, I gotta say. He nailed the '60s aesthetic so good to begin with that I remember, like I leaned over to you and I said, "I thought this was in the '60s until I saw her wearing Beats." Yeah, they're out in the country. Yeah, um, she has all these posters in her room. Everything. I mean, every she's listening to classic vinyl. Yep. Right, yep. and it's just the, the entire vibe. Which she doesn't look at her smartphone there, does she? She gets no. a letter from the the university. Yep. Yeah, so you, there's nothing that there's nothing that would you. key you into the it's present day. It's present day. Until she gets on the the bus to go to London, which is really cool if you think about it that it's like she is in the 60s mm-hmm. until once she's making her journey to London, that's yep. when you see the technology and yep. stuff. So what do you think of wow. What do you think of Ellie? What do you mean? Like <laughs> Ellie's great as a character, like her arc, her story, her relationships. We 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 know one that we hate. Oh yeah, I don't like Jocasta. She's the worst. Dude. Jocasta's bad. She's, um, I I also feel like there's here's one little gripe that I have, but I didn't realize that I had it until just now. But you mentioned it sort of during the the film. I feel like some films. Mm-hmm. Now I could be wrong. I never actually went to college in the sense of I, I did go to college, but I didn't like <laughs> move away to you go been to college. To like two different colleges. I have, and it took me eight years to finish. You know, I think. A lot of people go to college for eight years. Did it? They're called but doctors. I, but, but I also stopped. Know. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> but I also stopped for four years, in my defense. Yeah. Um, but I never went or like lived in a dorm and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so maybe I'm wrong. But it seems like some of these like stereotypical like party life college things. I'm like, this is not actually how it is. Like no one's really that mean. Are people that mean to people? Mean. Yeah, but like mean people. But that mean? I don't think so. Passive aggressive. Yes. Okay. And uh uh. Would always make things about themselves, I think. Oh, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. That's the worst. And that's what Jocasta's character is. Now, she's been through a lot. Her mother's died. Yeah. I mean, like, I recognize that. But also, like, Ellie's mom died. And right. she isn't like that. Right. She seems dismissive of other people's... Uh, Pain. Experiences in general. Yeah. Honestly. Anyways, you asked me what I think Sorry, about yeah. Ellie. Yeah, no, I think Ellie's wonderful. I mean, yeah. she grew up in the country. She has this uh, ability, gift. I don't know what you want to call it. She can see dead people, essentially. And she sees her mother in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes to, to London because she wants to be a fashion designer. 
and she's got some cool ideas, but she gets like completely enveloped in oh yeah dude. in in um Anya Taylor Joy's character Sandy yeah, Sandy and it's like every night that she has a dream you know the next day she wakes up and she's making that dress and then the next night um she goes to sleep and the next day she gets the haircut you know yeah. and it's like so let me ask you this who's this movie about what do you mean like who do you who do you think that the, the quote unquote main character is? The main it? character is Sandy. I was gonna say this is Sandy's movie. This is Sandy's movie. It definitely starts. I think this film is so interesting because it's like multiple movies in one. Like the way it starts, and the way it in, ends is night and day. Yes. The first the character, first first half of the movie is more so a drama. Oh, and it's like this than a but, thriller. But it's also like this almost like coming of age, feel good, mm-hmm. like dreams come true type right, thing. Right. 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 Exactly. Um, but right. then the first character you meet, it shifts to being like, okay, well, she's actually sort of a secondary character. She's mm. very important, and she's I guess she's still the protagonist. Well, so this movie, I didn't know where this movie was going the first time I watched it, because yeah. the, you, she comes to London, and you think it's like a, this coming-of-age story, like you yeah. said. Then she like taps the, the mirror or whatever, and Anya Taylor-Joy's Sandy comes into like the world, and then she's in the mirror, and it's almost as if she's like a ghost or something. Like who Ellie? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like they've switched places, and now she's like trapped in the mirror. I thought they were going that way for a while. Yeah, and I didn't know what was going on there, you know. Um, and then at the end, with like the murder mystery, essentially. Yeah. I, see, I, I really see think either, I didn't you know? see it as like this time travel type thing. We're like, which is not I didn't literally say time travel. I said mirror I know, travel. I'm Hunter. saying it's not literally time travel, but it's like I really think that's a super cool way to like. I don't know. I think it's a really cool way to. You can kind of have best of both worlds. Like he doesn't, he can do a '60s film and not have to do a '60s film, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't know. I just think it's a really cool idea to be like. I think he did it know. in the best way because it's it's not a '60s film. It is through Ellie's eyes we are seeing like the nostalgia for the '60s and how that doesn't necessarily hold up if you look close enough yeah. at it. That's a super powerful. You know what I mean? Like, like idea. It, we through Ellie. So. In that way, Ellie's the main character, but I, yeah. I definitely think the movie focuses on Sandy or yeah. Alexandria uh, Collins. Is yeah. it Alexandra or Alexandria? I think it's Alexandra. Yeah. But I want to talk about that for a second. I I think the idea, because as like we're getting older, right? No. No? <laughs> One of us is, but... Uh, so, so I'm staying... How, I how, embalm myself weekly. So how old are you? Uh, in my heart? No, if you embalm yourself, like how old are you? If you haven't aged, seven. Wow, been doing it since I was seven. <laughs> wow. So how? No, old are yes, you? we're getting older. Yes, um, and I think it's interesting because I'll think about ten years ago, right, when we were eighteen, mm-hmm. um, or just like high school or just whatever. You know, like those early years of our twenties and stuff, and like it's so easy to think about that and miss it and romanticize it and see it as like this like movie, right? That was like, oh, everything was carefree and wonderful and fun. Right. When in reality, like life was, life was still up and out. It wasn't perfect. Nothing, you know, like I was sure X, Y, and Z. Things were hard. Things were blah, blah, blah. Like think about um, our first years in college. To, yeah. 2011 to like 2014, let's say. And all the fun times we had. We went to all these parties. Yeah. Like yeah. Whatever. Spent a lot of time together. But like mixed in there, 
Like we we also had like long hard talks at Waffle House of like I don't know where I'm going. Oh yeah, dude. And like I don't know what I'm doing. Oh yeah, you know dude. what I mean. Like this stuff where like it was just like or, I've I've given up on X Y and Z or like, awful things happening in the world that like yeah. we don't necessarily put in our history until yeah. we actually like think about it. And we're like, oh my god, that did happen. Yeah, you know, it's fascinating. So it's like this idea. You know, I think it's funny when like I remember when I was like sixteen, seventeen, I would say to my 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 parents, be like, oh man, I wish I could like go back to the seventies. Because mm-hmm. I like that music, I like that fashion, I like that, yeah, that whole vibe. You, you of glorify it. It, it, yeah, it's it's pleasing to you. And it's funny because if you ask somebody who lived it, they'd be like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, I don't." I mean, in some ways, I'm sure that they would be like, "Yeah, there was mm-hmm. things that were better," but it's like, it's also like I don't actually think I would, right? You know, like when I actually think about high school, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't actually go back. I'd go back to early YouTube. <laughs> Early YouTube, is that what you said? Yeah. Early YouTube was the best, man. I don't know what was going on in the world back then. <laughs> no but... one knew, man. No one knew what was going on. Like this fly, like this elist. <laughs> I'm thinking of like... Um... The Maya He guy? Maya He Yeah, exactly. The Maya He The Maya He guy or a Star Wars kid? <laughs> I haven't seen Star Wait, I, I You've sure seen Star I Wars kid. The kid Wars with kid. The, like, the broomstick and he's just like going... Bat shit. Oh, probably in the garage. Have you seen the or the, the guy? We'll custodian's get tangent, closet or whatever. Tangent, but have you seen the dude where it's like, I deleted my brother's like World of Warcraft account and he like loses his mind. Yeah, there were He's, a couple. And of he those. like has like a tantrum. There were a couple of those. Yeah, there's like more was, than one. Uh, there was one where uh, like I think it was all just like a probably fake. It was yeah. I think but, it was like the early days of like scripted stuff. Yeah, because there was another one where that kid got in trouble. And so the dad like took his Xbox and all his Xbox games out in the yard and like ran over it with a with a uh, lawnmower, and the kid is like crying like in the yard. <laughs> but when we say kid, he was also like he was like he was, high like, he was like at least fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, I would say maybe at seventeen. Maybe yeah. Anyway, back to this. Back on topic. Um, but I think that's a really fascinating um concept, and also like. People don't realize, especially in America, that the sixties and seventies and they were really, really good for a specific type of person. Yeah. And that is white men. Right. So it's really interesting to like I don't know, I think that's just that's a really interesting idea is that you can't like you have to look closely at like what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, yeah, so she, and it's, sorry, but it, like, breaks my heart, too, because, like, Sandy, when we first meet her, is just like Ellie. She has all these ambitions. I know, and, and it's and she's just, so driven. it's such a feel-good thing, because she's so, she's borderline cocky, but, like, in sure. a really, like, endearing way, where it's mm-hmm. just, like, you know, like, when she went to the... I'm going to be the next Celia Black. Yeah, like, what was the, what was the, the, the Cafe de... de De Paris, Paris. which yeah. actually just closed last year because of the, of of COVID. Oh no! Um, but yeah, like someone she was talking to the bartender, and he was like, "You know who get whose first gig is at the Cafe de Paris?" And she's like, "Mine." Mine. And I was like, "Hell yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome!" Um, and you see, kind of both of them step out into this world, in, you know, in, in in into London, and they have these really cool immediate successes. Mm-hmm. Where Ellie is designing this dress and is getting praise from her teacher and like right 
Everyone's kind of like, F you, Jocasta. Yeah, that's right. Like, she's... This e- everyone is, says F you, Jocasta? I did. <laughs> but, you know, just because, like, Jocasta's back there, like, saying, like, oh, this stupid girl. And you're like, oh, her design's really great. She's very talented. Mm-hmm. And then Sandy's like, oh, this beautiful voice. She has a, she sings. It's great, you know? Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, yeah, I can be your manager. Like, I'm going to make you a star, yada, yada. And then they both start, like, downturn, you know? Um, I think one starts to downturn. Well, yes. The other one has conflict, but eventually, eventually turns up. That is true. What overcomes the downturn? But I would say that Ellie has a downturn. It's linked to Sandy's, I would say. Okay. I'm thinking of that moment where you know where she's like outside of the bar crying to her grandma, saying like, "Well, yeah, you know." There's a lot of conflict, and, yeah. And she's, you know, she's going through a lot. It's not the same kind of downturn, right? By any means. Um, but anyway, yeah, I like that. I think it's really well done. Do you think? Okay, yeah. so Ellie has an ability to see dead people. We know that. But when she gets to London, she's able to see like everything that was going on back, back in time, right? Like the okay. lights, the streets, everything, all the cars, everything, right? Oh yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So you mean like it, during her dreams? Sure. Quote unquote, if they are that. Right. We assume they're dreams, but it, it seems Very like real. she's seeing. Well, hold events, on a second. But she's hold not on, seeing yeah. all events one to one. Because hold on, she begins to interact with them. Is the thing right? Where she like. She pushes the guys off of Sandy and she's like, get off her. But then they like will turn to look at Ellie. Yeah, they turn to look at Ellie, oh, but did you but did you notice that so we we see that like she almost takes on Sandy's like person. Yep. Like she switches places with Sandy and like will say what Sandy says. And then in real life, she'll end up saying that. Like when um uh Oh, is this uh what's the most? Matt Smith. Yeah, yeah. when Matt Smith Which he's the nicest dude. Yeah, I liked him. In real life? No, I'm just saying like in the movie. I mean, I, I hope so. Matt Smith? Yeah. Wait, who? Matt Smith is the pimp. Oh. I was <laughs> talking about, what's what's the friend's name? The only nice guy to her. Uh, is it John? Is is John his name in the movie? No, because Jack is, I'm, I'm thinking of Jack. What's his name? Jack is Matt Smith. You are right, it's John. It's John. I thought you meant that. Michael Ajao plays John, and John is the greatest, but I'm not talking about John. Okay, Matt I'm, Smith is the dude from Doctor Who. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, so when, when Matt Smith He's is... He's 39? <sighs> okay, yes. God. <laughs> he looks great. <laughs> he does look really good. <laughs> All right, go on. He does look really good for 39. Um, yes, yes. She's getting in his car, and she's like, he's like, I'll give you a ride. Well, it's the least I could do. What's the most? Yeah. And then the next day, Ellie says it. So we know that she's like taking... To John. That's what I was thinking of. To John, yeah. yeah. So we know that she like stands in for Sandy in the past, or it yeah. seems that way, right? So when she pushes the guys and she says, get off of her, did you notice that like 30 seconds later, she's walking up to Sandy. Sandy's just like walking, and Sandy pushes her and says, get off of her, and then like turns around and keeps walking. Oh, like towards the end? Right. So like at the end when they're all like uh like chasing her or whatever and, and, they're and in she's the like alley, trying to yeah, in they're the in the alley, alley yeah. and, and she pushes the the faceless men, whatever, and she says, Get off of her and then like thirty seconds later, Sandy pushes Ellie and says, Get off of her and then turns around. So it's like it did happen or something. I don't know. But it's almost like she's That's fascinating. She's they're like mirrors. Right. There's a lot of that. That's crazy. I, I There's didn't a lot catch of that. really cool stuff like yeah. that. So um at the beginning of the movie, or maybe not the beginning, but like midway when Matt Smith drops her off at the the little like apartment yeah, yeah. duplex, whatever it is, she says, you know where to find me? And that's echoed throughout the entire oh, film. Yeah. You hear it in the background, like, you know where to find me, you know where to find me. Yeah. And Ellie's looking for her and she doesn't know where she is, but yeah. it you know, she yeah. did know where to find that's her. That's like 
like, yeah, I mean, like, when you say that, you're not kidding. Like, it's, like, throughout the movie. Whenever, like, a tense thing happens, like, you can hear that. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, echoed. You could also hear dialogue before the dialogue was actually spoken. You could hear echoes of it. I don't know if you picked up yeah, on yeah. that, but you'd hear, like, yeah. dun, 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 dun. It was really dun, cool dun, dun, sound dun, design. Dun, 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 dun. And then they say What are you it. doing? You know? Yeah, it's like, they, it's, like, it's like they, that sounds not weird, but it's like they catch the echo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, Really, really uh, great. Let me see. Paul Mackis. Um, I don't say who did the sound design, but the sound design was great. Um, the sound design was really well But yeah, done. no, I think it's super cool. But the main theme of the movie is that there's all this nostalgia, yep. and it turns out that that's not... What it was actually like. Right, so she's she's glorifying Sandy. She gets the haircut. She's making the dress, all this she stuff. She buys the, the trench coat. Right. Yep. And then and then um, we see that in in one of her dreams, she goes to Sandy's like first show, right? Yes. And yep. you think it's Sandy like front and center stage. It's not, but it's interesting because the song that they used was written by or was was uh, sung by someone named Sandy. So like even if you knew mm-hmm. songs from the '60s, you would think, oh, it's Sandy. Yeah, but yeah. It, but it wasn't, you know. Anyways, she's like a burlesque. Backup dancer, right type thing, right, and she looks miserable. Yes, she is miserable. And then you see her. You get that really trippy sequence where um, she's in the uh, like dressing room and she punches the mirror, and then they go out, and he's like, "You wouldn't mind coming home with me, would you, Sandy?" And Matt Smith's like, "I wouldn't mind if you went with him." And she's like, "No, I'm not going to do that." Yeah, yeah. And she goes down the hall, and you see all these horrible things happening. To oh, all these, yeah, yeah. All these girls. Yep. That. Probably had similar dreams to hers, and yep. they're just like getting, and it's just, it, but it's just commonplace. Like that's just like how it happens, right? It remind, it almost reminded me in a sense of like a, a scenes from like The Shining, where you're walking down the hall and yep. like you look in the rooms, and there's just something awful happening yep. in every single room. Yep, you know, which probably might have been having similar themes of like, you know, the past is not good. Yeah, in The Shining, like the the trauma lingers, right? You know, um, but I think it's just it's fascinating because like that. And I didn't. I would was alive in the sixties. I'm not sure how it actually was, but that's that that that's a common storyline, at least of like. Sure. You have to actually hold on a second. It's prevalent today with the Me Too movement of like, for women, it's like okay, if you want to progress in your career, mm-hmm. you know what you have to do. Have you seen? Crap, what's it called? Um, it know. has Margot Robbie. It has. Oh, Birds of Prey. No. <laughs> Margot Robbie, it has um, Nicole Kidman, and it has uh, Charlize Theron, who has crazy makeup and looks different. They all plays, play Fox anchors. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I have not seen um, it. It's a great movie, um, but it's sort of about the like that scandal and that downfall, and like Margot Robbie's character is one of those that succumbs to that, where it's like, sorry, spoilers, but it's like where it's like, okay, you know, she's led into this room with this really old dude who's really mm-hmm. powerful on Fox and she's, she's told like, you know, well, if you you want to, you know, move up, then you need to do something for me. Right. And he just sort of like leans back and it's like, oh. I don't like that. No. Yeah. Um, And it's just, it's, 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 I mean, it's like devastating. It's gross, frankly, but sure. it's like, it's so, it's so sad because like she, the the shame cycle of it, you see Sandy like lower herself mm-hmm. to where she meets the guy, I forget the guy's undercover name. Undercover cop. 
Jack? Uh, it's not Jack. It's, it's not Jack. It was Lindsay. Right. Lindsay. Lindsay, but the actor who plays the young one. Terrence um, Stamp is the old Lindsay. Sam 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 Claflin. Claflin. He was from. Um, he was as. Um, he's in Pirates of the Caribbean, on Stranger Tides. He is. Mm-hmm. And he's also in Catching Fire. Is what it was. Um, and he's in. Um, uh, what's the movie with this? He he he's in a wheelchair. It's really really sweet rom com. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um. Anyway, uh, he's talking to her, and he's like, "You deserve better than this. Like, you're better than this." And mm-hmm. Sandy's like, "I don't think I am." Yeah, he's like, "Look in the mirror, yeah. Sandy." You know, and, and and Ellie's like banging on the mirror, yeah. like, "Look, look," yeah. you know. Yeah, and so um, it's devastating. I mean, it's it's just it's awful, man. Like, this is really about trauma. So when I like a film, yep, uh, I'll watch it, and then I'll like research the shit out of yep. it. You know I did I mean? that a little bit. Yep. Um, and one of the criticisms that I've seen levied against this film mm-hmm. is that it appears to paint this in a way that sexual violence is a thing of the past and it's not in present day mm-hmm. because it doesn't really happen to Ellie, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I see that. I mean, I, I can see where that argument's coming from. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it would have been a very interesting parallel. Maybe she um, runs into that mm-hmm. in the modern day. Um, and it might have been cool. Go on. I was gonna. I'm just thinking. I'm yeah. thinking out loud now. No, Ed Sheeran style. Go for it. And um, at the beginning of the movie, she does see the phone booth, and there's all the like call girl like yep. little advertisements all over it. You yep. know, so maybe that was sort of alluding. And, <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting that uh, uh, Lindsay was in one of those places. You're right. He was. Because he's supposed to be like a good yeah, guy, is he? Yeah, that's interesting. Because he's he's creepy. He's creepy. He's creepy old he man. Is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like in the past, he was he was it was painted as the guy who was trying to help her. Right, and that's another thing. He that also was kind of weird to me. Also, wasn't trying that hard. I'm sorry. Sure. I didn't love his approach. All he, all he did was say like, "You're better than this," and I. I it, we're led to believe that that's all he did. Yeah. Well, see, well, what's, to anybody. What's What's funny is like. He says, like, look in the mirror, you know, and she says, what if, what if I can't? Mm-hmm. And I think he says, like... Well, then maybe you're not... Then, then it might be too late for you. Right. And it's like, what? That's not helpful. Maybe he's trying to do a tough love thing. I don't know. Yeah, anyway... Um, but he is creepy in present I, day. I do think it would have been an interesting parallel, you know, if Ellie had run into that. Um, and to see maybe how... Maybe she could have used her experience as, quote-unquote, Ellie, I mean, as Sandy, to inform a new direction in the modern day. Well, there's definitely a level of like, um, because of what she's seen Sandy go through. Yeah. There's like a, a memory of that. Cause when she's with John, when John comes up, it's like, she can't be intimate with him. Yeah. Right. She's seeing all the stuff that Ellie's going and she actually sees Ellie get murdered yeah. in that scene. Yeah. Which is like, re- man, she is just staring off into like, imagine you're John and you're Dude, with, that's, and she's just like staring off into space, screaming, and yeah. he's just like, "What is wrong? Let me help you." And yeah. meanwhile, you've got this crazy old woman. You don't know she's a crazy old woman, yeah. but she is. Who's like banging on the door? Get yeah. out of there! You and know? she and says, "Like if I catch him, I'm gonna kill him right. or something like that." Um, dude, that was shout out to that, John though, because John is just dude, so supportive of he's Ellie like, the entire film. He's the real MVP, man. Like mm-hmm. even after that, he's like. Talk to me. Like, what yeah. can I do? Did I do something wrong? Yeah. Like, like, like he could have he, done something that made her like, just, like, space out and freak out? Yeah, dude. He was trying to, like, own it for... Um, he was... Re- like, he... 
I I loved his his uh, character. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that dude that sequence was crazy. Oh yeah, that sequence was trippy. This um, this movie. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt no, yeah, you, but good. this movie had more of a like suspense thriller vibe than a horror vibe for me because yeah, I wasn't necessarily like afraid during this film there's as much really, as I like, was just like really stressed out. Like I was I was tense. Yeah, there's not really like, what is going jump, to there's not happen. Really many jump scares, that kind of stuff. Like, there's two. There's one when you think she's awake. And she's oh, yeah. not, and then she goes to hit the the alarm again, and the guy, like, grabs her arm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what he says. And then the second one is when again she wakes up, and I think this is meant to show that like the dreams are like bleeding into real life at yep. this point, right? But she wakes up and she's like looking in the mirror, and then she turns to her left. It's not even really like a jump scare oh, as much like, as it's just like yeah. a loud like boom, and then yeah. you see all the the they're faceless there. dudes. Yep, um, creepy dudes. Yeah, I think. Who get victimized at the end? See, we'll get there. I'm not a fan. I wanna, I wanna get to that as like our the, our big discussion because like that's really troublesome to me. Yes, um, I agree. But I think the like how but she it, doesn't go for it. We'll get there, but she doesn't. She yeah, doesn't allow them to yeah. do it. No, I know. You know I know. I, mean? I just think the fact that, and I think that's what he was trying to do to like. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I do think like the the, the scary stuff as, as it starts to like sprinkled in is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think it's it's really powerful, I feel like, for that to be what haunts her. Right. You know what I mean? It's not some like, I mean, they're ghosts, if you will, but it's not like, like they didn't even have to be dead for me for it to like work. Actually, I think it's more powerful if they weren't dead, frankly, where it's like just the trauma haunts Sandy, haunts mm-hmm. this place, mm-hmm. right? The fact that she was like... Yeah, I do think it's kind of cheesy that it was like dead people. Oh, they're actually dead in the house, right. whatever. I think if it's just that she was like... The trauma has stayed in this She room. was used for so long right. that that's all it, that that's that's all you need to have that that sort of trauma just follow you forever. Which is sort of the, the, the shining thing. I, I'm not, I don't yeah. know why we keep... No, it's Why fine. I keep coming back to that, but like... the. <sighs> One of the themes in The Shining is that the trauma has stayed in the hotel, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think like and here it's ghosts. That's why I say the first like two thirds, three fourths of the of this film, I think, are really powerful. Frankly, mm-hmm. where it's like, to me, it was like she's seeing what just this, like her being, I mean, basically pimped out to all these men, right, has done to her. Yeah, that that alone is like. That's what's following her. The, those are her ghosts, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, and she even says, when we find out who Sandy is, she says, "All those men, like I, I blocked out their faces. Like they're faceless to me now. Mm-hmm. And that's why that that's why Ellie sees them like they are. These faceless, like. What do you think about the faceless? Like the way it was shown, and I liked it. Yeah, I At think first I thought it was kind of weird. Oh, I think it's definitely weird, but um, it it fits. But I think. That's the thing where if it's shown that it's that there's she was essentially like there's so many that it's just like they just blur together because she was just it's just repeated trauma, repeated trauma, mm-hmm. just like all this stuff. Um, I think it was I I, I thought it was good. Um, do you want to dive into that one topic though? We can get, that's that's like right at the end, so we can yeah. talk about that at the end. I don't know. That's fine. I'm thinking right now. I'm thinking about Jocasta's character again. Okay. And how, at the beginning, 
when when she first gets to London, Ellie's character first, uh-huh. first gets to London. Uh, Jocasta like prompts her with like this, like, "Oh, I'm wearing blah blah blah." Before she sold out, ha ha ha. Yep. And Ellie has like no idea what she's talking about, and it's like that was the test for Jocasta because then she goes in the like does the exact same joke, the exact same joke to the other yeah. people, and they like just like approve. They're probably like, oh, of course they probably don't even like know what she's talking about. Yeah. At least that's the the, the impression that I got. They just like agreeable. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think what pisses me off about a child. Well, go on. Well, that's all I was gonna say B- about. <laughs> uh, her is that like this like this these insults and making fun under the pretense of like it's in cute and endearing where she's like oh look Ellie you know mm-hmm. like made the clothes she's wearing like look at us over here just wearing whatever you know we're trying to I think she says like look she's at us wearing our, she's wearing our Sunday best and she's wearing the clothes she made like I wish we could be like her but in reality she's saying like look at this idiot right and it's just like screw she's off. obviously insecure you know oh my gosh easy. I also, okay, I have a hot take. Give it. I have a hot take, and I'm not saying this needs to happen because of Jocasta's character. I think that that would have been really devastating. You think she should have got stabbed yes. with the scissors? Yes. Okay. I actually do. In that scene where she's running, like, I don't know if you heard heard me, but I was like, she's going to kill somebody. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. she's going to freaking kill somebody. Yep. Uh, for two reasons. One, I feel like the last minute, oh, there she is. Whiskey's here. Just, just be quiet. Shh. Shh. She's gone. I think she's gone. Um, in 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 my opinion, the trope of somebody's miraculously grabs at the very last second, stops mm-hmm. her hand. It's a little played out, but I also think like now, mind you. Oh no, she's here. Just leave it. Just leave it. <laughs> Whiskey, stop it, please. At all. Um, if you hear clawing, that is our that is whiskey. Our manager, our, our boss, is trying to get in. Mm-hmm. We've locked her out. Um, I do think, though, that if she ends up killing somebody with those scissors. Where would the film go from there? The third act has to be drastically different. Yeah. Because that would be like, that's just like, she's going down. Mm -hmm. Ellie just, there's no recovering. But I think that would have been such an interesting way to like subvert that that trope. Right. I think that would have been crazy. Mm -hmm. And I thought she was going to kill John. And I thought it was going to have to be. She was going to have to wrestle with the fact that she killed the, the the person who was trying to help her. I'm glad she didn't kill John. Me too. Me too. <laughs> but I'm saying like I was like, and I'm saying that in the sense of that would have like devastated me mm-hmm. as a viewer. I was that invested. I was like, I was like, please don't, please don't. And if he did, I'd be like, bro. I think it would have been a very bold filmmaking choice. Would have been a very bold choice. Yeah. I have a question. Yes. This is off topic from what you were just ta- That's talking fine. about. Uh, and I, I don't think I've asked this yet, but when. So she goes in the past and she like sees everything, yep. right? And uh, she's like traveling along with them, mm-hmm. right? Like they're in a car and it's assumed that like in the dream. Do you think like Ellie is just like floating through space? <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like she's sitting in an invisible car. I wonder how she perceives it. <laughs> the major stop. It did. That's funny. All you got to do is insert a little fear. <laughs> Poor whiskey. Um, I do wonder, and I guess I'm not intended to like know this, but how mm. she perceives it, you know? Right. Because I definitely, like, that... At certain points, it looks like she's observing. Yeah, like other that points, one shot. She's, like, in... She is Anya Taylor-Joy's character. That one shot of that, that I pointed out in theater where, like... We first meet Anya Taylor Joy, and she's mm-hmm. walking down the stairs like the super dope shot. The, where, spiral like, the spiral stairs with all the different mirrors on and it. The mirrors and Ellie's in all of them. 
Mm-hmm. Ah, French French kiss. I almost said that. <laughs> Chef's kiss. I mean, French kiss. French kiss if you want to. That's fine. Um, um, that that's definitely like the peak of the nostalgia. It's like yeah. you walk into this beautiful. Yeah. You're in the Cafe de Paris, you yeah. know, and and there's the Celia Black is singing, and yep. there's all this cool stuff going on. It just yep. feels so. I, I idyllic is that the word? I think so. Like I D Y L I C. Yeah, yeah. I was I, idyllic. I, I knew which word to talk about. <laughs> I could visualize it. Um, but it, like I think there she's definitely like um, like observing. She's watching. Mm-hmm. But there's I think when she when Annie Taylor Joy when Sandy punches the mirror, and oh, and like grabs her through the mirror. Yeah, well, she like grabs her, and then I think isn't it when like Jack is saying something like "Come on," and then I think Ellie answers him. Mm-hmm. But Ellie's as Sandy responds. Right. So it is this like interchangeable thing. Um I think it's just fascinating. Like I really I don't know, I just I think it's a it was a really cool way to view just the trauma of it. I think it's really I I, I think it works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think about this stuff. Uh before we dive into the We want to talk about the third act. act? Yeah. Because it gets a little hairy. It gets it does, it does. It's so, crazy. I think. Do you want to talk about Lindsay first? Yeah, I, I was going to say Lindsay is interesting to me because I would have rather him just been a creepy old man mm-hmm. who was still living in the sixties, quote unquote, than to be the than to be either one the cop, either be the cop or be Jack or be Jack because she's trying to convince the police that you know. Well, but you know he's something more because he like he's like seeking. Eloise out. Yeah, and and he know, finds out her name somehow. You don't know. Yeah, how he but did it's that. hinted because. Well, I think I mean she comes a bartender. I'm sure he figures it out. I think he knows her name before she takes that job. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, when he first sees her blonde, he says something, which is your first hint. He's like, "Who's your mother?" You know, like, yeah. like I know someone who's looked to look like you, or whatever. But. But she's she's in no way re- related to Sandy. No, you know no, what no. I mean. So it's interesting to me that he found out her name. That's okay, all. that's it. But it's just like I think him being this guy from that era, who's mm-hmm. just like, oh, I knew all the girls, you know. And someone's like, I heard you heard you were a ladies' man. And he's like, I still am, you know. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, you're like 110. Um, Maybe not. Ter- Terrence Stamp, but by the way, is he was great from the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, he's a wonderful actor. <laughs> he was Zod, man. He was Zod back in the day. I know. Um, I wanted to throw it like the just the weirdest, the cheesiest, yeah. film. Um, but him, like, uh, or make him Jack. I don't know. I've, I've, there's, there's two big twists where I'm like, oh, okay. Huh. So in the theater, when you were sitting there and you find out that he's the cop, you were like, sh- you were shook. I was you like, shooketh. Yeah. That see, that's the thing that both the twists like really worked in the moment. Sure, it's, then I it's the more you think about it. And this one works better than the last one. Okay. Me. This one is, it does end up being a, like a little conventional, like sure. the little like, ha since I switched. But I definitely think, because it's hard. My issue with both twists are what sympathies are we supposed to feel? I don't think we're supposed to feel any sympathy for Lindsay. I think it's just supposed to be like this shocking thing of like she thought she had it figured out and she didn't. Yeah. Um, Because like... Lindsay didn't even do that much. He was there, like yes, true. obviously he he knew things about the past, but she thought she had it figured out. She thought she knew the story, and he's like, "You don't know, uh, you know, Sandy's not the or Alex isn't who you think she is. Yeah. Alex is way different than you think yeah. she is." And she ended up where she ended up because of 
her. You yeah. know, she chose that path. Yeah. Which harkens back to when they were sitting across from each other at that table and she's and he's like, Look in the mirror, you're better than this. Yeah. I mean, it I don't know. Yeah. I, but I don't think you're supposed to feel sympathy for him. True. I think it's just the fact that like in that moment she realizes that he's not who she thought he was and now she can't have a conversation with him again. Yeah. You know, because he gets hit in the face apparently with a with a car. <laughs> I think you pointed that out where he gets like he gets hit he gets hit in the body, which I guess you'd have like whiplash in yeah, your face and like hit the glass. On the, but his face is messed up. Yeah, man. like like they're all covered. It's like it looks like just his face got hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not funny. Anyway, um, then why are you laughing? I did I did mean to mention that one scene is very powerful where she's like. Which harkens back when she, which not harkens back, but she it gets brought, That's brought what I up said. again. I said harkens back. It's a great phrase. It gets brought <sighs> up again when she's actually talk, actually talks to Sandy. But when mm-hmm. she's going through all the men and she's like, "What's your name, Sandy?" That's Alex, a beautiful name. That's a Alexandra. Beautiful name. Alexandria. That's a beautiful name. Ali. Whatever. And it, everyone's like, "That's a beautiful name." Like it's mm-hmm. like this is gross, man. Like she's yes, it's pretty gross. She has to be somebody else every time, which I, Sandy even says later. She's like, "I had I." It, like this couldn't be happening to me, mm-hmm. so I was just somebody else. Um, anyway, so that's twist one. Uh, Jack is actually Lindsay, mm-hmm. who's the cop. So she kills the cop essentially indirectly. We didn't even really know he was a cop back then either. Like yeah. all, the only reason we know he's a cop is because they said he's a cop. You know, yeah, he's worked for. He, he never does any cop stuff. The police. But it's funny because like everybody at the bar is like, oh, Lindsay. Oh no! But right. like he kind of sucks. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, like, at least from our perspective but, in this okay, movie. Okay, so the person that said Lindsay, oh, no, that was the, like... The owner, I think? Maybe the owner of the bar, yeah, yeah who was always downstairs and always, like, helping Ellie like, yeah. learn her job or whatever. And she has a very particular memory of the past because whereas, you know, Ellie's, like, witnessing this trauma and saying, yeah. like, do you believe in spirits? Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, she's like, you know, I, I never worry about that. I think about all the good memories. Think yeah, about all the laughs yeah, yeah. and all the good times that happened down here. And in my mind, in that moment, because of what is going on in the film, I'm thinking, yeah. okay, but what else happened down there? Yeah. You know, this is a bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? But all she knows, all, all she chooses to acknowledge, at least, are so, the fun. Right. So I'm not certain that her saying Lindsay was like this awesome dude is indicative that he actually is. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. We were definitely led to believe that he gives creepy vibes, though. He because he does give creepy he, vibes. He does give creepy vibes. Anyway, um, so then the, the the big big twist is revealed that Ellie's landlady, Miss Collins, mm-hmm. is in fact Sandy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she has poison. She has poisoned Ellie because the cops came looking because the the one woman uh, believed her and was trying right. to investigate it. And she has some sort of superhuman strength. Because what? she's she's old, right? She's old. The so sh- she was played by uh, Diana Rigg, mm-hmm. who, uh, who died, right? Di- recently died. Yeah. Yes. And Rest in peace. She was, was eighty two. Okay. So when they're filming this, she's eighty one, right? Yep. She kicked that door open halfway through the movie when when Ellie's like screaming and and oh, John's yeah, in the room. Right. She kicked the door open. Good for her, man. That's crazy. She backhands Ellie like yes. really hard. Solid. Solid hit. Yes, and, and gives her like a nosebleed or whatever, yeah. you know. Stabs a dude. And then she stabs the dude. Yep. And then doesn't she kick down the door again at the end? Because Ellie locks herself in the room, and that's when all the guys are like, oh, oh yeah, 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 and yeah. And then she yeah, kicks yeah. down the door yeah, yeah. again. So she's got some sort of superhuman strength. She is very strong. That's a good point. At 81. Anyway, she's poisoned Ellie, or got something that's going to like knock her out. Mm. 
it's revealed that she's she killed all the men. Right. The scene that Ellie saw of Sandy being murdered wasn't actually true. They pulled a dune. They pulled a dune. They pulled a dune. A dune. A dune. Um, what actually happened was that Sandy murdered Jack. Right. And in that moment, like she, a lot. she all her <laughs> dreams and everything died and she became a different... Person. Yes, and so that was that was the. What do you that, mean he died a lot? That she likes having like a hundred times. Okay, um, de- death is. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I also I didn't love that. That was a little bit of a cop out to me. What of saying like I know that she died in that room, and she was like, well, sort of, sort of died. I mean, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's I didn't like, think it was bad. I think it's it's not bad, but it's a little convenient where they're like bending it to be like yes. What do you mean it's convenient? You know what it felt like to me? I'm trying to think of the exact example. Um, oh, it's in Star Wars. Crap. Dune? No, it's not Dune. <laughs> it felt like something that was in Rise of Skywalker. No. Yes. No. I'm, I'm trying to think of it where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I know what it was. I know what it was. It felt like how in Last Jedi, Kylo Ren's like, your parents are nobodies. They're nobodies. And in Rise of Skywalker, they're like, he said that they are nobodies, and he said, "I know from a certain point of view." And I'm like, <laughs> "That's completely different. That's two separate movies. I know from different I know, directors, I know. and I one's think, retconning the other. I think just this is within fr- one film. Just the phrasing and of it, it fits. The phrasing of it to me was just like I think it just like got triggered. <laughs> it fits because she did die in that moment. Yes, very much so. And like her, you know, there are certain Sandy, points in our unquote. lives where we die. Yeah, you, you, you know. like die amongst your like die die to yourself. Um. <laughs> Did I know sure. that? Sure. Yeah, yeah. That phrase. <laughs> <laughs> the innocence is gone. The, yeah, yeah. The innocence dies. There we go. Um. Anyway, but yeah, so she hunts down all these men and she kills them all. Right. She doesn't They're, hunt them. I, it's not clear if she's hunting them down. Like or she's we don't, like tricking them into. We don't know if she's like luring them, or if she's doing what she had been doing. She's just continuing because because that's what she knows. And then when she brings them just, home, she just kills, kills them. them. Right. Maybe. But they're. In the baseboards of the house. They're in the walls. Yeah. Yeah. Which, honestly, I got to say, I think that that visual at the very end was very interesting. Where it showed, like, all the hands coming out of the floor and stuff. And then Mm -hmm. it showed, like, them, like, moving in the walls. As far as a hair, like, a horror standpoint goes, really cool visual. Yeah. But this is where, in retrospect, the problem for me arises. All right, let's talk about it. So, this whole time... There's been bodies... We what? There's been bodies in the walls. Well, yes, but this whole time we've been learning Sandy's plight, right? Her sure. trauma, her story, yeah. her heartbreak. Yeah. Building this sympathy for this character. Yeah. Who was wronged? Yes. And then they go, "She's the killer." Well, okay. And it's like, okay, she did kill them. She did. I'm just saying, like, to me. That's one thing. Ellie acknowledges that she's not wrong. That's for one thing. Them. I'm saying like right? that. That that in and of itself was like okay. I don't love it, but okay, I can see like that's like maybe the theme is look how far you can take somebody, how, sure. how far you can push somebody. I but, mean, I don't, I don't know about that, but yeah. Well, no, I know. I'd like. I'm I'm still saying that that's too far. Okay, you know what I'm saying. But then they take it one step further. Okay. And it's revealed that these ghosts that have been quote unquote haunting Ellie. Uh-huh. are actually just trying to get her to help them. And they're <sighs> saying, hold on, they're saying, 
help us, free us. Uh, hold on. And it's like, let's discuss this. Hold yeah. That, hold on. And to to the film's credit, mm-hmm. Ellie's like, no, right. Like, I won't do that. I'm not gonna kill her because, like, you look what you did. But at that moment, I was like, are they really trying to make us like? Sympathize. I don't think they are. So let's talk about this. Okay, because it was like I was like, wait a second, this is kind of undoing what I was thinking. We Please. are we are two white men, so I feel like yes. I don't think we do this. At least I hope we don't do this, but yeah. I think we've seen it because yep. of our position. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, a woman goes through trauma, tries to speak out about it, or tries to do something about it. What's going to happen? The man's going to say, "No, that's your fault. This is yep. your fault." Yeah, and so that's what I think. That's what they were trying to do. Where like all the men are like trying to be the victim. It's almost like, like okay. a, a visual okay. gaslighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. what do you expect a white man to do other yeah. than be like, "I didn't do anything wrong." Yeah. Help, help me. Yeah. You okay. know what I mean? That's okay. That's how I saw it in the theater okay. when, I was, when I was watching the movie. And Fair. obviously, Ellie's like, she See, thinks about it for like half a second, and then yeah. she's like, "No, I'm not going to help that, you." That lands a lot better to me. Much, much better. I'm not sure if that was portrayed well. Yeah, but that's what I saw. Okay, you know. Yeah, no, I would, I definitely like would be would definitely get behind that because that's actually that's a very real thing, right? Saying like, "Hey, look what these men did to me." And the man goes, "Help me." Yeah, I'm the victim here. Right. Like, look at what she did. I didn't do anything. You know. That's okay. Yeah. No, I actually, I would actually, I would like that. I think that's a powerful message. Now, I think the criticisms against it, maybe it wasn't portrayed in the best <laughs> way. And like, if you can read into something a certain way that is hurtful to people. Maybe it should have been changed, yeah. Right, and so d- people have definitely watched this and seen what you saw, and yeah. been like, I do, I don't like that. I, you know, yeah. Well, I think so. so it, I think the criticisms are. If I can adjust my lens, if you will, and justified see it, a little bit, and see it that way, yeah, I'd be like, hell yeah, okay, you know, and like, and I think it's, I do think Sandy's death because she burns, she burns in the fire. I mm-hmm. think that's poetic in a very sad way, where she's like, she still probably thinks I deserve this. You also see the moment that, um, so she's Sandy, like mm-hmm. young Sandy, going up the stairs. Uh, Ellie's like tripping because yep. she's, she's being poisoned, yep. you know? She's like yep. hallucinating. She's got this adrenaline running through her system. Yep. Meanwhile, her heart is like stopping until yep. she throws up or whatever, right? But Sandy's coming up. There's all these crazy colors. Did you notice that she was singing the Celia Black song from yeah, the yeah. beginning of the film? So like at the beginning, she wanted to become the next Celia Black, and this is like her like in some weird fucked up way becoming yeah. the next Celia Black, yeah. right? Yeah. So she's coming up the stairs and then at the end when she opens the door and all the men are like cowering in the sunlight, which they look ridiculous and I like the fact that they look yeah. ridiculous because oh, yeah. like fuck them. Yeah. Um, but she goes from being the young Sandy from Ellie's perspective back to being old Sandy? Old Alexandra. Yeah. Al- old Miss Collins and she says, I never wanted this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and I that's think... that's when she like gives up the fight kind of. Yeah, so I think that that so, to the film's credit, it doesn't completely lose it. Okay. Right. So it's like, definitely shaky. Yeah. It is shaky. Like it definitely, the fact that I'm able to perceive it the way that I did, right, is like something missed a little bit. But also, it, it could have been more clear with your intentions. Yeah, it didn't right? lose me completely in the theater. Right. Sure. Um, and I think, you know, her sitting down, just like to be engulfed by the flames, mm-hmm. I think is really sad. Like I think it's. Like you said, it's her kind of like saying like I give up, like this caught me, I guess, and I. It's sad because Ellie says like you can live, mm-hmm. like you can still live. Yeah, I wanted to get your opinion on the fact that this reminds me of uh, in Spectre, I think. No, no not Spectre, uh, Skyfall. Okay. When um, M. Okay. 
M is about to like get killed and they save her just for her to die anyways. Yeah. So in this film, Ellie like stops uh Miss Collins from cutting her own throat. Right. Just for her to end up dying like thirty seconds later. What what do you what did you think about that? What do you think about the choice for Ellie to like try and say like no you can live you can have a life I know? I like that. What I do you think it was like signifying or you I don't know. know I think I think it's interesting I think to me that was saying it's really sad because all these all these years how many years has it been fifty years I guess mm-hmm. she's carried this trauma these ghosts. In this case, it's literal. Even at sixty, if it's if it's present day. Oh yeah, that's true. Good lord, it's twenty twenty one. My god, <laughs> um, sixty years, uh, or somewhere in there. We don't know when in yeah, the sixties it is. Right? Fifty sixty years. Um, Ellie is saying like, I think in a way that's her saying like, one, you could have lived, mm-hmm. like you could have had a life. That's really easy to say. Sure. Um, but also, I think it's a way of saying like, this is your. It's never too late to like. Try right. and shed the shame and shed the trauma, and overcome that. Um, but you have to act. You have to be able, to, like, willing to do it. And mm-hmm. in this case, Sandy mm-hmm. is not. But I also think it's it's powerful to me that she doesn't just like cut her throat and die. Yeah, I think it also signifies that Sandy's like, I'm gonna have to sit in this, right? And like, let it. At this point, it's too late because it's gonna kill her. She's eighty. She was eighty one in the like in real life Mm -hmm. but to me in a lot of ways with trauma and shame and like hard things you have to just like sit in them sure like there's no there's no fast way there's no like if you get your throat cut you probably don't feel it right i would hope not i don't know i'm not gonna try but i'm saying like that's a quick that's a quick you're dead in yeah you know how many seconds um well, you got to bleed out. No, I know, but I'm saying like if you sever the right nerve, you're just sort of okay. Um, and I remember a good friend of mine, Jesse Dukes, once said something to me about like you know growth and like therapy and all this stuff. And he was like, "There's no pain-free version of the work." So you're saying <clears throat> that Ellie stopped Miss Collins from taking the easy way out, and like almost yeah. made her sit with that. In that moment, yeah, but I I don't think Ellie was. I don't think that was her intention. Intention, but I think she was saying. I think she meant that she's like, you can live, like you can still live, even if it's for a few years and you're in prison. Like Mm -hmm. you can have a few years of like of that weight off your shoulders, right? Um, and maybe, I mean, Sandy has to make that choice for herself, and she chose to go down with the ship, if you will. But I think in a way that was like, you know, like she. Meanwhile, John is like bleeding out downstairs, like which. (laughs) That's that's the thing is like she does I I guess one noble thing, she Be, says go she save says, him go save your friend yeah like get he, out of here he can still live get out you can't save me you can save yourself yeah and that's maybe a bit of redemption because I I don't know like if she cuts her own throat she dies in the mode of like fight or flight like mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill this girl because she's she knows my secret oh, I'm I'm not boom I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Instead, she chooses to be like, look, I recognize the path I took was wrong. She's, right. she's very much sad. She, and she even says, she's like, I didn't want this. Mm-hmm. I think that's a that that ending redeems it to an extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, you know, sorry for, for my language, but the fuck boys are just like dwindling <laughs> away in the sunlight. Because yeah. you shine light on that. 
and right, it's and they gone. can't they can't stand they it. Can't they're vulnerable. They're vulnerable. They're all cut up, and they're in their skivvies. Yeah, some of them are like butt naked. Yeah, skivvies. skivvies, like it's the sixties in London. Oh yeah. Um, but I think but I it's think like they don't want to be seen. Exactly, you know? exactly. I think that's so when you when you do view it that way, and I like to think this was the intent of the film is what you're saying. Like mm. these men are like, no, it's it's us who need help, and she's like, no, no, right. Um, I also think like when when I'm viewing it in this lens, I think it's probably to say like, look at all this crazy shit you've done. Sure. But you can still live. Like you can still like mm-hmm. move forward. Um, so even that, if, even if it's only like little baby steps. Yeah. Like that definitely in my eyes, re- like redeems it. So thank you for pointing that out. Cause I was like, I was like, this is really, I mean, honestly, I'm not sure if that's what the, maybe not, but that's what, that's what I saw in the film. Yeah. You know, everyone's going to yeah. see it through a, their own lens. The, the only right? part in the theater where, where that for a second, I was like, wait a second, what is going on? Is when the, the men were like, help us free us. Right. I was like, Whoa. Yeah. No. I didn't like that. I didn't like that no. at all. And then she was like, but no. when I was, and then I was thinking about it. Yeah. And when she said no, I was like, "Oh, what do you what do you expect a, a white man to yeah. do? Like a, when, a white man in a suit I in think, the '60s?" Yeah, right? they said like kill her, and she was like, "I'm not gonna do that." I was mm-hmm. like, "Thank you, thank God." Okay, yeah, because I was really worried. Like w- w- when, like in my brain, when they were like, "Help us!" I saw the end of the movie of them going, "Thank you, you've set us free." And I'd been like, "No, Gross, you can't don't do that. You can't don't have do that. that." No. So I'm glad that that you that can't it have didn't. that. It didn't. Anyway, Edgar Wright wouldn't do that for Good. to us. I'm glad because I was like, "Whoa, please don't." One thing, didn't. one thing. So there, there were a couple things, and I'm only going to talk about one because it's the only one that I can I can remember right now. Yeah. <laughs> but seeing the film twice, a couple things that like the first time I saw the film, I was like, "Oh, what about that? Why was that ever addressed?" And it was. So uh, all the bodies in the walls and the floors and, and things like that, I was like, "Wouldn't you be able to smell it?" Um, and. Uh, Miss Collins says at the beginning of the film when she's like showing her the apartment garlic she's well no not the garlic not the garlic because that's the cafe next door but yeah. she says like I think it's either in the winter or in the summer I don't know when a body would start to smell but she says when the season changes you need to plug the drain otherwise the smells start to come up mm. and I realize oh those are like it's like the body smells Easter eggs gotta plug well, the drain so that the body crumbs. smells don't come up from gross. that is gross it's very gross. Because I remember the first time I saw it, thinking, "What, what smells?" You know, like just yeah. like nasty drain smells. But that's crazy, man. I that's, that's I just think it's interesting because now you have this woman who was so full of life and you know drive and ambition, and then you see that she spent sixty years with bodies in her house in the walls, right. and it's just like uh, it's Maybe not a full sixty, but it's like problematic a, a good, to me. Yeah. But but I think there's when you kind of read into it and you can kind of dive into what it's trying to say, I think it does land a bit better than I thought it did. I, okay, so I'm like, I'm like, yeah. there's gears turning in my head right now. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, exactly, great point. <laughs> when, we, <laughs> when we first started talking about this film, like right at the beginning of the episode, yep. uh, you asked me who the main character was and mm-hmm. I said Sandy, like the movie's about Sandy. Yeah. But now that I think about it, like, Ellie's the main character of the movie. Yeah. So you see all you see this entire arc of uh, Sandy's, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of parallels between her arc and not direct parallels, but a lot of parallels between her arc and uh, Ellie's arc in real life, like the hair and, and the, yep. the things that they say and everything like that. But did you notice that we see the scar on uh, Alexandra's hand, Miss Collins' hand, uh-huh. when she's old, right? And uh, because she like grabbed the blade from yep. uh, Jack. 
right? Is his yeah. name Jack? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt, Matt Smith. Um, but uh, did you notice that when she was going up the stairs, she, like, slashed, her her, she slashed her hand? She's going to have like the same scar in the same spot. Yep. So like, obviously, we're meant to believe that like the, these two characters are taking a similar journey, and one ended in like chaos yep. and in flames, and the other one is gonna... has a fashion show, and it's yes. beautiful. Yes. And what do you think of her seeing? Sandy in the mirror. I thought it was, I thought it was great because so, at, from the beginning of the film, we know that uh, even though something tr- very traumatic happened, mm-hmm. Ellie draws inspiration from her mother's presence. Uh-huh. Right, her mother killed herself, and yet when she's when she's there, she knows something good is going to happen or something yeah. like that. And it's a similar sort of thing where there's all this trauma and all this pain. But the presence of of Sandy is is almost like a comforting thing for her. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, where it's like she's processed it and she's come to terms with it or whatever. Maybe you never come to terms with something like that, especially yeah. like with your mother. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. there's like a, a I don't know what the term is, an okayness. Like I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with this. Yeah, like an acceptance. Yeah, and I, I think is also like, from Sandy's point of view, it's like this. Like she's kind of rooting for Ellie now. Right, you know, because she's a nice. She almost, in a, in a way, like when well, she was going to kill her, but then she ends up not killing her. But she's like, you can have a life, and so it's almost like she's observing that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. What do you think about the, uh, the 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 blouses or the the dresses that she made for the fashion show? They were different. They weren't they weren't one for one recreations. I like that part. I like that it wasn't like, oh, this is the sixties again. It was like right. I took inspiration and created something new with this right because just as in her life yeah she she's seen all this stuff and realized that it's maybe not all rainbows and doesn't always unicorns. not all that needs to needs to stay right but you can pull in inspiration from yeah. it and you know anyways yeah no i think good ending that's that's a good little like minuscule detail where it's like you can take the things that impacted you but we yeah. don't we don't need another version of something we already have. Right. But create something new from that. Absolutely. Anyway. Okay. So uh, we'll wrap it up. Um, I'm sure there's other things I want to say, but I think I said about yeah. greater than seventy percent of yes. what I wanted to talk about, and I'm happy with that. Do you have anything to add? I think I'm okay. I think I'm good. <clears throat> okay. I have a question for you. What is it? Before we started talking about the film, we were talking about the ending, and you mm-hmm. said that there was one thing that like kind of brought it down to an eighty. Now that we've discussed that and we've had a full discussion on the film, mm-hmm. what would you rate the film? You know, honestly, I'm going to choose to believe that the intent was how you saw it and because I, I really actually do agree with all that and I like it. And I would say 80, 88. Okay. Cool. I couldn't quite go to 90, but um, 88. I think I'm in a similar vein. Just because, so I'm thinking back to movies that we reviewed earlier this year, uh-huh. and this isn't like a comic book movie, so we're not on the comic book movie scale, right? That's yeah. a completely different scale. Literally. Um, like a 90 comic book movie is like... A 60. Could be like a 60 <laughs> art piece. Right. You know, um, unless you're the Dark Knight. Thi- <laughs> Just <Okay>. say it. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's reel it in. Sorry, huh? sorry, uh, sorry. I can't help it. When I watched this movie, I really liked it. This is one of my favorite movies that I've seen recently like in the uh-huh. past like three months or so mm-hmm. but it's not as good as like minari or the father yeah those movies that i was rating in the 90s so i, I agree like somewhere like 87 88 89 mid to high 80s mid to high 80s yeah very good film um you should see it with a trigger warning 
Oh, definitely. Should we, should we put a trigger warning at the beginning with the spoiler warning? Maybe yeah, we should sure. go back and edit that in. Yeah, I'll do it. Because obviously, like, if you or anyone you know has been through trauma like this or anything similar to this, it can be very, it could, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. So trigger warning. Definitely. Good, um, good film. Yeah, I mean, it is good. But is this good? It is good. It's good. It's, it's very good. good. Cool. All right. Well, let's um, move on to our next segment because uh, though we think it's good, somebody thinks it's terrible. So please welcome Every Movie Sucks. Welcome Every Movie Sucks. Every Movie Sucks. I found one. I'm only going to read this one because it, it's two stars, but they say giving it two stars is generous. So I'm going to read this. This is Laura. Okay. says, the story never really got off the ground, not well written, or maybe it was poor production. The concept could have been good, but not executed well at all, unfortunately. By the end of it, it's pretty ridiculous, and there are a few inconsistencies in the, in the story. Not sure why I've given it two stars. Just call me generous. It's hmm. a, little, a little brutal, but okay. <clears throat> Here's one uh, that says, a frustratingly inarticulate film in which a director who has previously mobilized cinematic language Seems happy to play aimlessly with nostalgic fantasies of his own. I'm not sure it's aimless. I definitely think that there's an aim to this film. Oh yeah, I would I would agree with that. Let's see, I mean, honestly, most of the reviews, as far as the audience are concerned, are quite good. Mm. Um, come on, give me one, give me one. Run tomatoes, tomatoes. Do you say tomatoes or tomatoes? Seeing as you're not British, I would assume I say tomatoes. Say tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, these are actually all really good reviews. The audience definitely liked this film more than critics did. Critics gave it a 75, and the audience score is in the 90s. I think it's 89. 89. Here we go. One, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Enlighten us. Julie, one star. Worst movie ever. Well. We see a lot of movies, and I'm not kidding. I would not <laughs> tell you worse. I would not tell your worst friend to go for it. Jeez. Man. No, come on. Just the visuals and the ambition alone is worth seeing in this movie. Mm-hmm. I think Julie should go watch Annette. Here's one from Robin. Okay. What a shame, exclamation mark. The first half of this film is delightful, original, entertaining, intriguing, with two stellar performances from the central characters. Then it descends into the most ludicrously repetitive horror movie. <laughs> All the interesting plot lines get lost. The central character becomes a complete schizophrenic, her artistic designer story goes out the window and the intriguing mystery thread gets lost amongst all the repetitive imagery. Waste of a good idea. I think the repetitive imagery is almost indicative of like memory and mm-hmm. trauma. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think it's in- intended to yeah. to be a little repetitive in okay. that. I got one from Bruce, star and a half. I'm okay. always defending the film after I read one. You, I just, got- you just read them and you're <laughs> like, wow. And I read it and I'm like, actually. <laughs> I've got two more. Um, this is Bruce, star and a half. Mm-hmm. Says, weird, creepy, and turned into a slasher movie. Did not like Oot. Slasher movie? Because he, he said he said U-T instead of it. He says mm-hmm. it. Did not like Oot. Did not like Oot. And then I have one more. This is slasher a... Slasher movie? Have It's not a slasher movie. I mean, I guess there's like 30 seconds of slasher movies because mm-hmm. where she kills the guys, but that's it. I think maybe because it has a knife. I don't know. It's not really slasher. Is that how you define the genre? I guess so. Knife it's like people call... Halloween, the, the old Halloween's a slasher. Like when you watch, like, it's not a slasher. Like when you watch uh, Hell's Kitchen, you're watching a slasher show. There it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's a slasher star. Um, uh, this is Peter, mm-hmm. half star. This is the second movie, second review that I said this. Possibly the worst movie I've, I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. 
Not the actors or actresses' fault, really. Just a terrible movie. Jeez. Insightful. All right. I have one more. Any more? One it's more? a star and a half. Austin, spell A-U-S-T-E-N. Okay. Says, terrible twist ending makes an idiot out of the audience. First half, super engaging. Second half, super insulting and laughable. Do not watch this. It is not, all caps, as good as the reviews. I definitely think the second half is a little shakier. Uh, yeah. But I think if you if if you put forth a little effort, you can understand it. <laughs> yes, true, true, true. Um, I think he didn't like it because it pointed out that he is an idiot. Wow, take that, Austin. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're, you're probably a nice guy. Um, okay. See, this one's like this is like the movie's fine, but whatever. Great soundtrack. I'm still, I'm gonna give it one star. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Yeah. Anyway, cool. Um, shall we do some shindigs real quick and then wrap it up? If you <laughs> okay, yeah, one more. Kevin says this was awful. Went based on other reviews. Zero entertainment value. If what? You, if you want good music and London in the '60s, go see Cruella. That was an excellent movie. Which Cruella was was good. It was good. That was good. <laughs> both are both good. Um, okay, cool. Um, Zach, will you give me a quick? Well, well, do you have any more? No. Okay, let's give me a quick shindig. Let's 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 introduce the shindigs via song. It's time for the shindigs. Yeah, it's time for motherfucking shindig <laughs> time. Yeah, you're in the shindig zone. Yep, you have the news. That's mine. That's my shindig. You have complaints. That's me. That's me shindig. <laughs> you have whiskey shots coming up next after our shindigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Waka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we going to get sued for that? I don't think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> I want to make sure. All right, I'm going to fly through this because it's been a hot minute. Um, oh, my last one didn't. Uh, okay. So Hunter Shindig is the news. He's going to talk is. about entertainment yes. news. Sorry, the, generally my, mostly movie stuff, mostly comic book movie stuff. No, I'm trying to get away from that just because it's so saturated, man. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, it's like a saltwater solution. It, <laughs> heavily saturated. <laughs> uh, the Pam and Tommy trailer <clears throat> dropped. It looked. What's funny is that I have an aunt and uncle named Pam and Tommy. It's <laughs> not about them. <laughs> have you seen is it? Is it about their sex tape? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, not no. We have the wrong Pam and Tommy. <clears throat> have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. It looks very interesting. It does look interesting. I'll say that I think this the casting's is, great. This is a film that I was like, we don't need this. Yeah. And then you watch the trailer and you're like, oh, it has Seth Rogen. Oh, it has uh, is it Sebastian Stan? Yeah, yeah. he's he's Tommy. Yeah, and you're Tommy like, Tommy. oh, yeah, uh, maybe. But I still think like on a on a level on a certain level, they're just like playing on this nostalgia. Yeah. Definitely. And it's like, oh, this is a thing that happened. Let's yeah. make a movie about let's, it. Let's do that. Um, cool. Keeping it for them. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh. Spider-Man No Way Home trailer was the big news of the week. I'm sure I didn't start that. <laughs> you know? I just sort of for, I forgot about it until just now. I still haven't watched it. Really? <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, I'm excited for it. And since I'm like, okay, cool. It's like my excitement is now like, all right, let's see if they can pull this off. Like, let's let's see if they can do this. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm in it for, it's going to be fun, whatever. I think it's been funny because there's, uh, sorry, just, just maybe spoilers, I guess, whatever. Um, it's, the, it's the worst kept secret secret in, in Hollywood. There's there's a scene where okay so long story short because uh, you haven't seen it but you see Sandman you see Lizard you see Electro you see Goblin all that stuff 
cool, neat. They're all in there. Yay. Mm-hmm. There's a scene at the end where Spider-Man's like jumping off, like he's lunging towards Electro, Sandman, and Lizard. They're all jumping towards him. Okay. So it's like three on one. But apparently in like the Brazilian trailer, if they say it on a little bit too long and you see Lizard get punched by nothing. By nothing? Tom Holland is over here and Lizard's down here and he gets punched by nothing. Interesting. So it's like, who do you think that they, they edited out of the trailer? Right. It's obviously going to be three on three. A Spider-Man. And there's a scene where apparently he's swinging through something and like they edited like this Iron Spider suit, but like the eyes are wrong. They're like yeah. the Andrew Garfield eyes. Oh. And it's like uh, some like fine little mistakes. And they do like, do stuff like that. Like they're, oh, they're yeah. in the uh, Endgame trailer. There were, there were characters. Were so different. There were characters that were in the trailer that were like actually dead. Yeah. And, like and that, then right? like one where like Hulk's running and he's not, he, but in the movie he's wearing like the, the Iron Hulk, Hulk suit. Hulk armor. Yeah. Um, so they're in it. But cool. Whatever. Cool. Good for them. Um, that happened. Harry Potter's having a reunion. Uh, you don't care about those movies. <laughs> I'm excited. That's cool. It's going to be on HBO, HBO Max. What do you mean a reunion? Is this going to be like a Friends? It's like Friends where like they're all coming back for the first time in like forever. It's going to be like Rachel it. and Ross actually liked each other, but like they're not going to oh date in real life. Oh my God. Um, that's cool. I'm excited about that. Hermione and Ron are actually going to get married. Or we, saw, <laughs> we saw the first <laughs> look at uh, uh, the Elvis Presley biopic. Have you seen that yet? Mm-mm. It's very very short, but it looks interesting. I don't. know. I mean, again, I have the same opinion on this that I have on the 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 Pam and Tommy thing. Pam and Tommy thing. Like we had, but we had the Queen. We had Elton John. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting, um, Elvis. We're apparently getting a Bob Dylan one. Apparently, Timothy Chalamet is gonna be playing Bob Dylan, <sighs> which I think is a cool casting. But it's like we've already had movies about Bob Dylan. I was having this discussion at work, uh, with friends about flavor of the month actors and like think about how many are you saying that timothy chalamet's flavor of the month yes i think he's, he's gonna be it doesn't matter if he's great or not there are so many talented actors that deserve a chance and okay. they're just they're just casting timothy chalamet in any everything well, and he's perpetually everything. like 15 he's too. gonna be willy wonka he's yeah. gonna be bob dylan apparently apparently speaking of me of music you sent me this jonah hill's gonna be playing jerry garcia Mm-hmm. And a Martin Scorsese produced biopic about the Grateful Dead. Yeah, that's cool. I'm excited about that. But I also am like, how many of these do we need? I have a question for you. Yes, and I'm specifically thinking about Queen because that was a biopic that was not at all accurate. It was not accurate. So should a <laughs> biopic be uh, an accurate representation of history, or should it be a story with a message? I just <laughs> slammed my nose into the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> That's tough. Do you know what I mean? You, because you like, my question? Elton John's was never intended to be accurate. Okay. It was like a fantasy film. Yeah. Which Elton John himself said that. Right. Um, I don't know. I think you could have both. Like, I feel like Walk the Line's pretty accurate. Okay. Um, and but that's not necessarily Phoenix. my question. It's, it's, I guess, does it, so like when I saw Queen, I didn't know that it was like meant to be inaccurate. I'm not sure if it was meant to be inaccurate, but it definitely had like a, a specific message. Yeah. That, that went along with it. And I was expecting like, how did, actual, how did how did Queen become Queen? Yeah, yeah. That's about, uh, Queen. Um, which I'm not even saying that I dislike Queen, but that's one instance where there was like a disconnect between uh, an audience's expectations and like what they got. Yeah, you know, especially like people that know more about Queen. Whereas like with Elton John's film, he 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 said like this is it's like a fantasy film, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. So I don't like, have with the Elvis and the Bob Dylan and like all the I things. Would, I would prefer it be as accurate as possible. 
That's that would be your preference. Personally, yeah. Like, yeah, that happened. I read that on Wikipedia, and now I'm seeing it. Yeah, because I get annoyed <laughs> when I'm like, oh, this is a huge moment, and like it didn't happen like that. I'm like, damn it. So we're gonna go see both of those films, and you're gonna, I'm gonna look at you anytime something happens, and you're either gonna say accurate or okay, cool. No, didn't happen. Speaking of another biopic, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is gonna be playing cult leader Jim Jones. Yeah, I saw that, which would be interesting. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got. Them. Um, uh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Ghostbusters debuts at a sixty-three percent. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't really. I'll see it if it's on TV. I don't know. I'm sure. Dying to watch it. I'm not. I'm not like dying to see it. I had a friend say that it's like a incredible sequel to the first two films, and I'm like, ah, I don't. I don't know if we needed one. You know? Yeah. People are just mad about the last one because they had all women in it. Yeah. I also. I'm. <sighs> I thought the last one was fine. Like it yeah, wasn't. I've only seen. Part it wasn't of it. great, but like I, w- I wouldn't expect a Ghostbusters movie to be great. It didn't the... like ruin the franchise like people right. say it did. Right. Anyway, it had different. Chris Hemsworth in it. It's a different conversation to have. Anyway, um, Star Wars cancel stuff for fun. This is just getting funny to me. All all Star Wars projects are being canceled unless it's a TV project. Yeah, I think it's hilarious because it's like. Oh, it's scheduling conflicts, you know, but we still really want to. And then it's just like comes out later where it's just like, nope, we didn't like them. Mm-hmm. And they apparently shelved Ryan Johnson's too. Didn't okay. So correct me if I'm wrong, but this this actually started a couple years ago because uh, Colin G- Trevorrow, whatever his name is, Game of Thrones. Yes. So the Game of Thrones writers, in my opinion, messed up the final two seasons yep. of the show yep. because they were trying to end it quickly so that they could go work on a Star Wars project. Is that correct? I believe so. And that's not happening anymore. So that no. was like the first yeah. one that got scrapped. Yeah. Well, well I mean... They were going to do like a trilogy, I think. Yeah, like like a not an Elseworlds, but like a different place in the universe sure. kind of thing. But Colin Trevorrow... Was that he was doing, before that? was doing episode nine. Oh, yeah. And like his well, thought, his, his script leaked... It was called Duel of the Fates, mm-hmm. and it's a lot better than Rise of Skywalker. Right. Um, and they had some clashes, you know, like some creative differences. But then apparently he put out a film called like I forgot what it's called, something Finch, and it was terrible. Okay. After, after that film was bad, bombed. They said Disney you're, was you're like, out. Peace, you're done. And then I just find it funny, which they should have stuck with <laughs> it because, because frustration when you said because, funny because, because his script, mind you, a, a good script is not a good movie make. But it, the, the script right, was Yoda. cool. <laughs> Thank you. The script was very cool. It's, it, it fit more in the trilogy, mm-hmm. right? wasn't this crazy like re- U-turn like Rise of Skywalker was. Let's bring back Palpatine. Let's he give wasn't him. It. Kylo Ren was the actual big bad. Different conversation. Let's have Palpatine anyway. have a giant robot butthole. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I find it funny that Patty Jenkins has this new Rogue Squadron film, which I didn't know takes place after Rise of Skywalker in the same continuity, right? It's mm-hmm. like in the same time frame but then you have uh one woman 84 drop which is not a good movie yeah and now they're she's like she's been greenlit for the next one yeah woman. true true but now they're like just kidding creative differences and then apparently came out that ryan johnson's was tanked because like it's a, i mean kathleen kennedy in the lucasfilm it's been said that it's like they, there's a committee of plot points saying, like, you have to hit all of these points. This is your movie. So they're doing the same thing that Kevin Feige's doing with Marvel. Which is why I didn't like Eternals. Because you have these great directors, and they're like, okay, but here's, we already have this film for you. Just Can you talk about uh, Iron Man? Or can you talk about Captain America for, like, two minutes? 
Yeah, like make sure that you mention X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. make it funny, all those things. And so I just think it's 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 it says a lot when you have directors who are lining up to make Star Wars films mm-hmm. and then most of them say just say, Never mind, I'm not doing this. Yeah. You know, I think it's fascinating. Anyway, I think it's just I think it's funny at this point because it's just getting comical. Uh, but the biggest news of all is that apparently Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters are making a movie. Making a horror comedy called Studio Six Six Six. That's all I know. It sounds super cheesy. Awesome. And I'm, I'm sure I'll love it because you love Dave, Dave Grohl. Grohl. He's great. And then the last thing I just saw this morning, actually, no, they've already put out one movie, but it was more like a documentary, like a like a concert thing, right? Didn't they put out like was a it Fresh Pots? No, not, <laughs> not Fresh Pots. I thought they, I don't know. I thought maybe they maybe had done something. Celebrate me. Celebrate me. <laughs> um, I just saw that Idris Elba is apparently in talks to play the next Bond villain. Mm. So who's going to be Bond? Who knows? I wanted it to be him. Uh, I saw that. I don't know if you saw this, but I saw that um, Ryan Reynolds is lobbying to be the next James Bond. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> He's a little too funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he just plays the Sound same character City. and everything. Sound City. They. Oh, yeah. I've actually seen that. See? So. Yeah. Um, cool. That's all I've got. You got any, uh, any, any, any shindigs, Zach? I don't think I have anything this week. Yeah. We're Not perfect. That I can think we of. We did perfect. So we did perfect. No errors last cool. week. Cool. Whiskey Shots. She is making a home anywhere Hollis sleeps, and it's getting kind of annoying, but it's also really cute. <laughs> she wants to be close. She does. She's a sweet girl. She just needs some love. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, next week. The Monday after Thanksgiving, we are doing House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for House really of good. Gucci. Yeah, we're going to try and go see it this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything else we're missing? After that, we're going to do Licorice Pizza. Yep. That Spider-Man recap's coming up. Spider-Man recap coming up and early December. Ho- uh, no Way Home. And then we're ending the year with The Matrix. The Matrix. And then we might take a couple weeks off, I think. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Probably. Give ourselves a little holiday yeah. and then start season two. Near uh, New <sighs> Year, kind of come back with a fresh launch. Yeah, mm-hmm. boy, Oop. dude, it's been almost a year. Isn't that crazy? I we know. have done almost fifty-two episodes. We're close. That's wild. Good for us. I'm proud of us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Anyway, uh, Zach, where can they find us? As always, you can find us on Twitter at biig podcast. You can reach out to Hunter on the Instagram, Instagram. But is it good podcast? But is it good podcast? You can send us an email at biigpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, please tell us what you think of us. Um, <laughs> what, what you think of? What do you think of? What do you think of? Just tell us what you think when of. You, when you're thinking. Starbucks Barista, thanks for the coffee. It was very good. Thank you very much. Um, Tell us, tell us what you think. What would you like us to review? Yeah, what do you want to hear next year? If you've seen, if you've seen last night in Soho, what did you think about the twist at the end? Do you yep. think that they they fell flat? Do you think they were well done? Um, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, yeah. See? Uh, yeah. Let us know what you want to hear like next year and the, the next series. Point out my boner, will they? <laughs> I'll show them how many bonos the Joker can make. I forgot about that. That's from like episode like two or three, wasn't it? It's also from a real comic. No, I know that. I'm just saying this (laughs) reference was from that. Um, Yeah, so thanks for listening. As always, uh, like, subscribe, share, Mm -hmm. follow, all that stuff. Um, And yeah, we are, uh, thanks for listening for a year. It's crazy.
Almost a year. Almost a year. Shut up. Close. We're very close. Okay. I'll say it again in like two weeks. Well, if you say it and then like something happens and like the internet shuts down <laughs> and, we, and we don't get there. Okay. All right. I'll take it back. I'll say it again in like three weeks. Okay. All right. Go. Cool. All right. Well, uh, that's all I got. We'll see you guys next week. See you. Bye. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.